0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This piece was brought to you by Roberta's. Roberta'spizza.com.
2: I'm HRN's Executive Director, Katie Mosman-Wadler, jumping in to tell you about this week's episode of Meat and Three, Heritage Radio Network's Weekly Food Roundup. This week, we're introducing you to some amazing women taking a stand.
3: So often, being sexually harassed feels like a loss of control. And so I wanted to have these very tangible guides to say, here's what you can do.
2: Others are pushing for more diversity at major food industry events.
3: I still feel really
2: determined to do, you know, whatever I can to help shift that and in a
0: direction that's not just more diverse, but more equitable.
2: We also have a report on that summer business staple, the Lemonade Stand.
0: The Lemonade Stand might be the purest form of starting a business. Low overhead, easy to get into, and requires little experience or special equipment.
2: Don't miss Meat and 3, your weekly 15-minute food news roundup from HRN. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Search M-E-A-T plus sign T-H-R-E-E. And thanks, as always, for listening.
1: And seizures, we're back. It's episode 241 and the beginning of our big countdown: 10, 9, 8, Say 7, 6, etc. So. etc. Et we're counting down to 250 and then Lord, Lord just knows when I was getting comfortable. Whoa, what
2: is that? What's going on
1: here? Whoa, set for stun. It's uh, Mike Edison, and I'm back with everybody's favorite pizza, Pizza Rumba. Oh, man. Okay, and a cast of thousands. It's like a Cecil B. DeMille
2: the, movie in here. I tell you, we're joined. Call, call more security because this <laughs> live audience is getting out, out of control. I mean, Paul, it's, please, it's like, security.
1: It's like that time fact Domino played at Yankee Stadium when there was like a riot. That's right. There were only 30 people there, but they rioted. <laughs> uh, we, Matt, we, call the security, we, please. We are joined today not only by another flesh tone. Mr. Keith Strang is going <laughs> to join us on guitar and sing some uh, druggy rock and roll anthems to celebrate our very special guest, Andrew Friedman, and his new book, Chef's Drugs. Uh, and Rock and Roll, How Food Lovers, Free Spirits, Misfits, and Wanderers Created a New American Profession. Chefs, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Andrew Friedman, yeah! Yeah! There you go. And this is a great book. Let me tell you right now, okay, this this is by far the, 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 the best book on the topic of Chefs, Drugs, and Rock and Roll.
4: I, <laughs> I, by, I, by, I, default. I've, by default. By default.
1: I've read uh, on, on the G-Train in many, many, many... In donkey years. No, it's a, it's a great book. It's a great accomplishment, Andrew. Glad to have you here. Thank Of course, you. your Heritage Radio uh, inmate or work, yes. anyway.
4: Well, I would have said family, but inmate works.
1: <laughs> and uh, we're glad to have you along. And um, before we uh, um, before came we into the studio the today, whole book. Uh we were talking about, and I want to get it out of the way. This looks this like 60 minutes, so there's no gotchas we're reading, here. We're reading the but book. But the timing of a book about Sex and food. Oh, my God. It's like they're, they're falling like dominoes, some of these towering titans of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so what's the what's, claptrap? What's the, clap the argy-bargy? What's the feedback? What's happening? On that particular point?
4: Yeah. I mean, that particular point is... Well,
1: a- I read something snarky in the New York Times the other day.
4: Yeah, I mean, people <laughs> who listen to my... pot. You mentioned I'm here on Heritage as well. I have a show called Andrew Talks to Chefs and on my most recent episode I I kind of get this out of the way up front as well but you know the Pete Wells reviewed the book in the New York Times book review that actually ran today Sunday June 3rd in the print edition and the whole lead of the review was about how this title now is is inextricably uh, inextricably linked to the Me Too moment, which I don't agree with. I disagree with it strongly as well, too. You know, and the title, as everybody knows, is a riff on the phrase. I took out one of the ands because I don't like the cadence, but the phrase chefs and drugs and rock and roll. A lot of my a lot of my rocking friends have told me I got it wrong. It wasn't wrong. It was a deliberate decision. Ian Curry. But (laughs) but, you know, that phrase (laughs) referred to things like free love party, you know. Partying, not every, not, there is such a thing as consensual sex in the world. and it's awesome. Really? And it's it's awesome. awesome. So this notion that every chef out there needs to be painted with this brush, to me, is absurd. And as someone pointed out to me on my Facebook page the other day, the book is not called Male Chefs and Drugs and Rock and Roll. It is Chefs and Drugs and Well, one of my
1: favorite stories in the book is actually about one of the great uh, female restaurateurs and visionaries and pioneers and, and chefs, and that's our friend Alice Waters. Yeah. Oh, my there's God. There's lots of really? women don't, in the There's lots of women tell me in the anything.
2: book. Let me read the book. Wait,
1: wait. This is the sound of Alice
2: Waters taking that's like LSD. A-
1: she always did it once. She so, or so she says. But but you know what? Sometimes that's enough because once, once you open that door, that door stays open. No,
4: there are a lot of people. She yeah. was one of them. Bruce Martyr, who on page one of the book, the L.A. chef, is dropping acid in a van overseas. Um, so and the, the flesh tones are both nodding their heads, God. yeah. No, yeah. And, but yeah. also, yeah. you know, I don't quote him in the book, but Michael McCarty, who has Michael's restaurant, told me, that you know, once you did that once, you just saw the world in a different way. And a lot of these people never would have considered this path had they not dropped acid. Frankly,
1: I find it very difficult to relate to people who have not dropped acid. As,
2: as Detective Joe Friday told his partner Bill Gannon on on Dragnet, he said, he said, uh, heroin is heroin is the fuse. <laughs> Mar- uh marijuana is the the f- uh the match yeah. and LSD is the explosion. Yes. And Bill Gannon nodded his head in uh he said, <laughs> like, you, know, uh, you know, liquor yeah. is Well, quick. those
4: guys were pretty straight. Those guys were pretty know, straight.
1: They were just straight. They're like a straight. just the
4: facts. But can I just quickly say, Mike, I so Please appreciate do. you mm. bringing up the Times because I was very annoyed about that review, and all these people kept – not all these people, a fraction of my friends Oh, wait, they
1: just came out today. Oh, time. you
4: should be – well, it was online Wednesday. Right, which is when I saw it. And, 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 you know, some friends of mine said, oh, you should just be honored to be reviewed by the Times. And I'm like, well, that's like saying – you know, it's an honor to be Secretary of State when the president is like Donald Trump, you
1: yeah, know? Yeah, I, <laughs> like, thought the, I thought the review was a bit snarky, too. And yeah. Pete's a,
4: Pete's a great writer,
1: and he's a great food I, reviewer. And and sometimes we wonder, too, whether, you know, people who are... are writing about food should be reviewing books just because they happen yeah, to I be don't about food. I think that's food. a
4: regular occurrence.
1: I don't know the last book he reviewed. You know, and, and Pete's, like, I, he, his writing is, let's, is creative. Let's, you know, say there. I, I don't, and, I, and I can't consider myself a fan. I think he's a wonderful writer, and he's written yeah. some great stuff. His review of this joint was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, I mean, word for word, pound yeah. for pound. And that, that review, like, yes. really, really was more than generous. And I've never read so much, something so enthusiastic. No, I, that's fine. I, I
2: just, I am publicly annoyed. I have to say, I have to get on a word here because I used to hang with Pete Wells quite a bit. He came, o- him and his wife came over to our house for dinner once, and this was when, a few years ago. And I never heard from him since. If I ever run into Pete Wells again or if he's listening. Motherfucker. Pete, Pete was the meal <laughs> that bad? <You>
4: know?
2: <laughs> really? But he, anyway. was, he wasn't expecting a check. <laughs>
4: so that's out of the way. Mission accomplished. A poll, but I'll tell yes, you what.
1: I'm going s- to say it again, though. Chefs, Drugs, and rock and, ro- and rock and Roll by our friend Andrew Friedman. It is a really great book. It's about the 70s and the 80s. It is not about what's happening now. And i got to tell you, they nailed the font, the, the 70s-esque font, the colors. It I like, is. I think the cover gr- cover's great. Can I it's be total- so hard to nail that without making it look, you know, like an off-the-rack 70s font. I love the cover. I think they nailed
4: it. I'll be totally honest with you. That First of all, the photo on the cover, which is of the original well, crew of Michael Santa Monica mm-hmm. from uh, uh, April of 1979. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, four chefs. It's a black-and-white photo. It's my favorite chef photo of all time. They look very California. I wanted that photo on the cover from the day I sold the book to my publisher. Um... And uh, but when I first got the mock-up of the t- cover, this will show you how wrong people can be. Oh, geez. I didn't <laughs> love the font right away. Every friend I showed it to, plus my agent, my wife, everybody said you're insane. No, get- and people go gaga for the cover. They yeah, love the cover. I think th- I think they nailed it. I got. And yet. if I've had the book with me mm. in public, I don't. You said you were reading it on the G train, but if I've had it with, I've actually now, if I have a copy on me, I put it face down because <laughs> I, if I was at a bar or something, people would say, "What is that?" You know, and then yeah. it felt weird because it was gotta, my own no, book. No, no, come on, you got to Well, put I it. think it's very, very, should, yeah, very, to,
2: to, very, and, very and lovely.
4: Yeah, it's beautiful. Sarah Wood at Harper Collins designed that cover. Give credit
1: where There aren't enough good people working in the. Book I'm business. holding this up but, for
2: the radio audience. Yeah, I know. Story. I was.
1: I didn't want
4: to tell you that no one could see that, but.
1: Uh, so I'll tell you what, though. You know what I like about this book is, though, is it's that, that like it's. You know, in the you life in the life it. and times of these chefs and these restaurants, the times are as important as the lives. Yes. And the 80s, to me, were like this like awful decadent American Psycho era of New York. I mean, it's when the it, best, the best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, the but uh, Pete, you were when were you on the magazine uh, Food Beat, Pete? I, mostly uh, the late 90s through the, uh, <laughs> the turn of the millennial till about 10 years ago. But
1: I mean, I always remember the scene of American Psycho when they're like, you know. A reservation at a restaurant. It was access. And um, what, what Joe Bastianich told me once when I was working with him, he said, you know, we realized that there was this turning point when we were the gatekeepers of the clubhouse.
2: Yeah. And access was power. We and, didn't get into American Psycho, but we did get into his first book. So. <laughs> Brett. Yes, we did. Yes. Oh, great. I Brett. think that was a distinctly
4: Brett. New York thing. I think the, the, the status of a table somewhere mm-hmm. was
2: such a thing in New York. It really? I, I mean, it was. I sure. mean, it was crazy. Yeah. What was that? Balthazar, right? You get into Balthazar. Well,
4: like Balthazar that. famously, when it opened, uh, New York Magazine, what is it in the front of the book? Uh, the Intelligencer yeah. thing. They did a seating chart once, and it was where uh, yeah. the you know various regulars sat. Because everyone, uh, was recall, to, recall everyone had their tables. And then New
1: York Magazine, too, is like, you know, for reporting on it and glamorizing it, probably is guilty for, like, making it, you know, th- this this illusion of power, because that's
2: really all power is. is an illusion anyway. You think so? Yes. Tell, it to, tell it to Joe Stalin. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's
4: right. an illusion. We just, yeah, cha-cha-cha. Uh-oh. All right. All right.
2: And, and we are presenting this autographed copy... Of chefs, drugs, and rock and roll. Try to rush, by it. Andrew Frieden. You may too. it from Keith my... Strang. Thank it's you. your lucky day. Oh, wow. you. You go. It's your lucky day, Keith. Listen, I gotta say something. I know why I'm here. I'm here for the free Roberta's pizza. But you, what you, where have you been? I when thought it was me. Up here? How did you show up here? What's going on? I've been in Sweden,
3: Sweden. having uh, You were in Sweden. Yes, having feeker every day. Uh, and you've just do come you know on. what feka is.
1: Yeah, that's that tax I pay that I don't understand It shows up <laughs> on <out> my stand when I was trying
3: to do it. Tell a lot them what better. fika is. Uh, fika is like, you know, a uh, social uh, get-together afterno- every afternoon, afternoon tea. between friends having, like, coffee... Donuts, so uh, maybe some type of sandwich with shrimp. Let's try that. I like it. Yeah, it's great.
1: great. An afternoon sandwich with shrimp. I like that. Well, it exactly it. sounds good. Well,
2: that's fake. Well, well so I've been doing
3: that a lot.
1: Well,
2: well, that's that well, well, my sweet LSD with Alice Waters. My Swedish cuisine. <laughs> she did Che uh, Panisse. What Alice Waters? Who did she do
4: out there? She was out west. Right? She's still there. Shea she's there. still out. there. She did. That's Shea all. She's. I mean, that's not all. That's the only
2: restaurant she. We were out there. We went there
1: And you know what? It's not overrated, man. It's so. it's It's so wonderful. And I sort of came out of this. My food experience was living in Europe was like I got used to using good ingredients and the whole time I lived in Spain you know years and years ago in Europe we never went to one trendy restaurant well we did go to restaurants that sourced locally because that was just the culture it wasn't a trendy that's thing. how they got the right? food you want a steak in Basque country you go up the hill and you get the fucking
0: cow <laughs>
1: you know and he's grazing on your fr- right. friend's farm and we- the wine and the grapes came from a local, local source that's everything how- was local all the agriculture was local that's and true. it was better that way that's Starring
2: all this wants to and
3: even in Sweden they have a much higher Suicide rate. (laughs)
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) That's possible, too, when it becomes winter. But, really, their level of what they produce in their supermarkets is there's no comparison to what we are eating.
2: The prices can't be
3: compared, either. The prices are getting better because I'm moving there. Anyway, anyway, Keith Strang,
2: this is is his lucky day. Because talking about the arts, the Melbourne Arts Center, that's spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, in in Victoria, uh, Australia, got in touch with me because the Hoodoo Gurus are part of something called the Tunnel of Australian Music. It's an installation. You walk through it and hear snippets of Australian rock and roll. For some reason, the Hoodoo Gurus decided to send in their cover of our song, Pickin' Pickin'. So they were looking for someone to license this. Somehow this wound up being... Uh, This is your lucky day. Right. Somehow, they wanted to know who to send the money to. So your share of the publishing, plus writing, plus the Hoodoo Gurus said they don't own the masters. Then, okay, Dirty Water Records said they didn't own the masters. So you get a share also of the master rights. So today, here in front of the studio audience... a giant novelty check. You guys should see this thing. It's about about seven feet
1: wide and four feet tall. Uh, I feel like I'm on The Price is Right or
3: something. Come on down! I knew that today was gonna be my lucky day. Deep Strang,
2: come on down. Deep Strang, I'm coming down. Come down the aisle and accept your check for fifty nine dollars and twenty nine cents.
3: Wow, got right. him! After about forty years of being in the business, I hit it.
1: <laughs> well, at least he didn't like get curtain number three with like you know Jay on the donkey. <laughs> Alright, you know what, I'm feeling like oh. we should get to a song We've. T- uh, <laughs> I feel like getting high right, Let's get high, you know what We're I, gonna like tr- high. Should, I think we should try this cocktail first Should we do it first? Or let's or try let's think of bad. some of this cocktail first yeah. This is an old fashioned pre-mixed in a bottle okay. And and, and Zorumba, get your shit That's together right. I want I'm them, I'm we finished. all got ten shows left And I want them to be the sponsor for the five
2: And I'm like already <laughs> like, oh he's drunk Oh I've just finished a a old fashioned made by our bartender here at Roberta's, and that's off to the bartenders at Roberta's, and, I, and tip them well. Now I've opened a pre mixed old fashioned. This is the, this is what the kids do now. The kids just uh, and this is made by uh, I can't read this. This is Cass. Hasbro. Candor, candering, <laughs> candering Barman. Yeah, Ma- re- Mandarin Barman. Read it well. I want them to sponsor the last yeah, five shows. Yeah. What does this say? You're a writer. What does that Mandarin say? Mandarin Barman. Mandarin Barman. This is a pre-mix and like, it looks like a quarter pint uh hand, easily concealed bottle. If I may
4: say, <laughs> it's like um, a flat. It's a flask. It
2: is. Yeah. It's a glass. You flash. know
4: what
1: I see. Now, this is like very artisanal and boutique and very lovely. But you know what? it Reminds me it. of. You ever, Andrew, when you were growing up? I don't know where you grew up. Did you ever like have Tango? Oh, of course he did. No, I didn't. Have it was pre mixed screwdriver. Oh. Really like, really more like Tang and tango. vodka, and it was probably like ninety nine cents for a pint. And you know, and you know, basically your pot you dealer would give it strength. to
2: you. With the pot. We never right. touched that, right? Uh, we ne- I, I never uh, saw uh, Tango. I, I, would, I <laughs> would make Blue Whale instead. Right, And sometimes you use Georgie Vodka, which also... also Georgie always- Vodka was a good part of my life. Oh, I should but, have said things but like But Georgie that. Vodka, mm-hmm. even though it's vodka, always resulted in gin blossoms by the end of the <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh. oh
3: <laughs> remember yeah. Tucker Vodka from
2: oh, yeah, Louisiana? Was, oh, my God. Was, um,
1: what was, the, uh, what was the, the vodka well drink when I was bartending in Spain and they told me to use it to clean the bar? Yeah. It, was <laughs> cheap- it was cheaper than the actual stuff that was made... To clean the bar and worked better. What's this here,
2: Templar <laughs> Templa, Templa <de> Gato? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Templar Gato, uh, right? Yeah. Well, I no use drew. vodka to clean the bar before the shift. People uh, just people just <clears> use <throat> the, the, the the cocktail <clears throat> to re- to remove the cocaine Real from their degreaser. nostrils. All
1: right, come on. So, okay, I'm, okay. This cocktail,
2: whatever. I poured it. Okay, right away the nose. I'm already. I'm 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 getting a. Lo- I'm, okay, I'm getting an unusual. Wait, scent you're getting red already. I'm getting an unusual <laughs> scent of ginger, which I to me has nothing to do. They, they didn't put any Luxardo uh, cherries in the bottle, so I'm getting a little pissed off. Uh, okay, let me taste it. <laughs> another, another, another sponsorship gone awry. No, this is delicious.
1: It's not bad, right?
2: Oh, this is really good. Right. We highly recommend this <laughs> <Is> easily concealed <laughs> bottle.
3: Yeah, that's the purpose, I guess. Um, no, I think it's delicious. You know what you a... could do?
2: Yeah. These are so small. You could put one in each breast pocket, yeah, and have... one uh, another one in in your uh, your, your boots. set for the evening. You're all set for the evening. You go to the opera, whatever. I you're do stuff set. like oh, hey, play this song. I want it. I want it, I, You know what? Try this. I wanna, I've been waiting for yeah. it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm like we need your precise you you're idea. a food writer. Wow. Okay, you're a food writer. Don't that tell is, me don't tell me what you think. Tell me what Pete Wells would say. <laughs> I, I don't know. I assume he
4: would connect it to prohibition somehow. <laughs> but um <laughs> uh Pete oh, Killjoy. Kill <laughs> I uh what was I going to say? This is hot. This it's is hot. You, it's, it's
2: hot. Hungry. It's right. got right. A, it. a lot of alcohol. And it's got, got ginger. It's, kind of this. it's of got, stuff, got but I have to try this. And it's watch out, Strang. We know what happens.
3: I don't know. This smells, this People at smells
2: home. incorrect. People at home. People at home.
1: Dude, you just got to check for $58 from the Hoodoo girls drink up. <laughs> Actually, it's from
2: the Melbourne Arts Center of the Victoria All right. State. Let me,
1: let me take a slant. Let me have a swig, yeah, and probably. then we're going to do this number. Okay. All right. Let me see what's going on here.
2: I think it'd go very well with delicious Roberta's Pizza. And our sponsor. Going.
1: Yeah, we'll no. try
3: that later. Yeah, uh, we
1: uh, are going to try that, because uh, listen to Heritage Radio Network, not... Not NPR. You know what NPR stands for, right, Andrew? No pizza radio. Yeah, that's right. Try getting Ooh, Terry gosh. Gross to give give you a slice of pizza. I think Terry Leonard Gross, low paid. Everybody bought anybody a pie. Yeah. Have,
2: yeah, have, that, t- have Terry Gross chance. hand you a pre mixed. All right. Or, this is my what are,
3: what are we playing
2: first?
1: Uh, I think we're gonna do Let's get high the Is that a Roscoe Gordon
2: out. song? Baby, let's get high. We're gonna have a real good time. Let me, let's get high We're going to have a real good time We're going to start off drinking whiskey We'll end up drinking wine We're going to drink and drink It's going to be our ruin We're going to drink and drink And we're going to be our ruin We're going to get so high We won't know what we're doing He's gonna take it. Strike! So bad. Well, I run out of money and my head feels so goddamn bad. But I don't mind one minute a bit. Cause of the fun we have now. Andrew, help us. Baby, let's, let's get, get high. high. Let's get high. Baby, let's get high. Well, let's let's get, high. get high. Baby, let's get high. Mikey, too. Let's get high. TD, let's get high. Because if we're drinking in Sweden, it's going to cost a whole lot of money. And Keith knows that. by now. All
1: right. Can you dig it? Arts and Seizures here with the flesh tones and our special guest, Andrew Freeman, author of the spectacular new book, Chefs, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, and, um... Yeah man. Oh man. You know what I like about this book is what its thing is yeah. it's, it's the culture shift. You know, and it com- and it is rock and roll because what it made me think of when I was reading this is the point in history when rock musicians became cultural spokesmen. Mm-hmm. When young people became uh That was a you mistake. You know, you know legit voices of of the popular culture. Listen, I mean, you know whether David Crosby made any sense or not, <laughs> you know, we we can debate, but it's good that young people the Beatles, the Rolling Stones were empowered, you know, after the shitty Eisenhower years. It was the first time in history to be young was to be cool. And I think the 70s chef scene, the food scene, it grew into the 80s until, of course, the American psycho, Wall Street, oh. you know, decadence of it. it was a very
2: powerful thing. What I liked about it was the food got better, but that's really-
4: Well, it got more interesting for sure. You know, one of the great lines in the book, Tony Bill, who was a film producer and director, he produced The Sting, won an Oscar for that. Ouch directed movies like... Whoa. Uh, well, I still remember he directed My Bodyguard, which was a, not the Bodyguard, Ouch. not the Whitney Ouch. Houston one. Ouch. My Bodyguard. Oh, okay. When I was a kid. You With, mean your Bodyguard? No, no, Personally? no. It doesn't matter. Anyway, okay. but Tony Bill, he also was a restaurateur, and he makes this point that, you know, there was this whole generation of people who didn't want to grow up and be their parents. They didn't want to go into offices. They didn't want to put on a suit and tie. And what he said to me was, some of them picked up a uh, guitar and became... Uh, musicians, Some of them, you know, picked up a movie camera, became independent filmmakers, and some of them picked up a knife kit, became chefs. And, you and know, I very much connect those chefs of that era to the same filmmakers who were in Peter Biskin's book, Easy Riders, Raging Bulls, a right? Great, a
1: great book also, and it's yeah, very but true. the film
4: changed. It was the it auteur theory genre, of went, food. Right, it went from genre pictures to personal... Independent films,
1: right? I, I agree. And, and that's all, what
4: happened in restaurants. It,
1: it was the first time that the artist was empowered right. for, a long, for a long time. Yes. And I've met so many wonderful chefs and people who work in kitchens and people in the industries who said they told their parents what they wanted to do. said, what, you want to be a cook for the rest of your
4: life? You know, if I'll tell you a funny story. I was in I, So th- this came up in almost every – once in a while there would be a supportive parent, right? But for the most part, parents were freaking out when their kids – Yeah, not was,
1: my experience, but I believe it does I'm, exist. I'm going to
4: throw away <laughs> my college degree or my law degree. I want to be a cook, right? And maybe the 30th person to say some version of that to me was Evan Kleinman, who has a radio show out of L.A. now, but used to be a chef. And Evan told me this story, and I said to her, oh, my God, this was like your guy's version of coming out. And she said, you know, it kind of was. But here's the funny thing. I mentioned that conversation to Jody Williams, who's the chef of Bouvette here in New York, Mm -hmm. openly gay chef. And she said, you know, Andrew, I'll tell you something funny. I sat my father down one day and I said, I have two pieces of bad news for you. I'm gay and I want to be a cook. (laughs) So it actually, for her, it literally was coming out. It was the same conversation. Anyway. Is the food openly gay?
2: Uh, that's, uh, I, 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 just I need some LSD to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta check it out.
1: Well, I think the gay touch always helps. Like for I instance, do, I think when so. I was single, I'd always put a slice of avocado next to everything. Ooh. I thought that was very important. Chicks loved it. This <laughs> was the gay touch. All right. We shouldn't All talk right. about the Pyramid <laughs> Club. Idea. No, we're not going to bring up the Pyramid <laughs> okay. Club. We're we're,
2: well, I think the cat's out of the bag, string. What's going not, on? We're not going to bring up uh, Andy Bourdain hanging <laughs> out. Late at night with us, don't worry. Well,
1: I think a lot of those stories And what he was looking for at that
2: hour. You know,
1: well, come on, he's been pretty open about like his drug habits and his on the uh,
2: how do you say it in uh, pig (laughs) Latin? How do you say heroin in pig Latin? Just like that, because I don't want anyone to know. I don't want anyone to know, (laughs) you
1: know, I, I think you know, I'm always shocked. That people who are the people are shocked about what goes on in restaurants, what goes on in kitchens. Uh, first of all, have you ever worked with other adults before? Is my first question was like, oh, there people who are playing grab ass and they're cussing and they're doing drugs and the employees are sleeping with each other. It's like, have you not ever worked with other adults before? Because <laughs> it's not endemic just to the food industry, obviously. Uh, I mean, but you no, work in very close quarters and the temperatures are high, so no, maybe that accelerates I will say, it.
4: One of the thing, let's be honest, one of the things that drew it, it's not as much the, it's not as much the case now. But I think one of the things that drew a lot of people to the kitchens were, you know, these were people who were, a lot of these people were metabolically almost incompatible with a normal job or with formal schooling. And, you know, kitchens were like uh, play pens. I mean, there was no supervision. There's no HR department. There was no... Why do you think these now guys... there for, are.
1: Why do you think these guys formed a rock band?
4: There you go. Because
2: yeah. we didn't...
1: How uh, many have any other marketable we, skills?
4: Well,
3: we, we had a place to do it, and we had nothing better to do. And we wanted it. Well, I think it's been good. I think what Pete said,
1: too, what what Sarumba said before is, you know what's great? The food definitely got better in America the food got better, baby. Years. Come and on. I know you talk a lot in your book, too, about, like, you know, American food being maligned, and,
3: fr- you, know, you know, especially by the state. Do you French want to know people. what I prepared last but night? What do you prepare?
1: But you pre- prepared. Defined prepared. You applied heat to something. You, well, was, they took away the White frozen. Castle
3: in my neighborhood. Dude, Gosh. that was a blow. That was a blow in Bushwick. Yeah, that, that, I and thought that. And you can still get them frozen no. in the supermarket, but... No, I only you, accept a White Castle if it's a legit, state standalone you can, White Castle. You can recreate it if if you steam it Ah, c'est pas la même. And it works <laughs> I did it last night Anyway, that's my contribution to cuisine in New York City C'est Brooklyn. pas la
1: même. Is, that, is that what they teach you in White Castle
3: Culinary School? <laughs> of course <laughs> You cannot prepare White Castle hamburgers Unless you can fluently speak French have, Yes, that's, that too And of course steaming
2: we got to play more music We're even. running out of Mikey. Right. Mikey. But, uh, the book is
4: called Shed Drugs and Rock and Roll. I don't Andrew know how Freeman. to read your gestures. Huh? You're making a lot of... It's. I, I feel think, like I'm a baseball player who doesn't have the uh, book. Yeah, I don't Bunk. know what
2: you...
3: Like he's the catcher and you're
4: the pitcher. I don't... Well, man... I don't, the, know. I don't know what you're, you're the, telling me. He, he, he does not Andrew, there. you're Sorry.
2: the pitcher here. Come on.
4: <laughs> well.
2: Throw a few winners here. Come a lot, on. There's a
0: lot
1: more to talk about, but there's we are...
2: Dude, fa- part two. Part Pardon. two. This is the fastest half oh, hour on the internet today, as Pardon always. Moi. Pardon moi. Pardon
1: uh, it's been a bilingual affair and oh, a lovely God. time with the flesh tones and our friend Andrew Friedman. Please go out and get his book. It, it, it is completely excellent. Don't believe the, the failing New York Times. That's <laughs> right. Read. No, the book is, is, is truly great. And if anybody is a fan of both the food world, of restaurants. I am. Of, of, of culture of the 70s and the 80s. And especially the paradigm shift of who got to be the gatekeeper and pushing the establishment out. This is a book that says, fuck you to the man. Andrew Friedman's book, Chef, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Go out and buy it. Thank you very much.
2: All right, they're rushing this stage. They're trying to get copies. Andrew, here, I've got a box of Sharpies. Here, sign these things for the- Wait, get back! I'm trying to keep up, I'm trying to keep up. Get back, get back! Get these guys off of me! Get back! Get back, they're going right. nuts. I'm love oh, you, we got, baby. All right, we're gonna go we're gonna go we out. We're gonna play a song. We
1: got, we got one more song. Come on. One more song. For Christ's sake. All right. And don't forget, this is the countdown to number 250 that's still no, a couple I of months of Good Radio here on Arts and Seizures. Thanks for Matt for twirling the knobs. Stay Thanks to Robertus for sponsoring Get us. Got a word
2: in there. Are you ready? Got a word in there, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, say where, say where, so. where can we
1: Rock. find you, Andrew? Tell us where we can find you. you
4: can find me. Uh Heritage Radio Network. Andrew talks to chefs. That's here. That's here.
2: That's so crazy, man. That's crazy, baby. That's insane. Actually, you should buy the book. Strang hit the guitar. It's, a, it's, a, a song, a, it's, a, it's an excellent song. It's an excellent Songs by Nat Freebrow. All right, we'll see
1: you guys next week. Here
2: we go. Song by Nat Freebrow. Just on your own. Author of Filmland, Andrew true All right, take that. I never forget. Bars. Liquor
1: is quick, grass is fast, but LSD is like lightning. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Food Radio, supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter